is backwards talking evil. I can't speak backwards. No, we have to learn. If you learn to speak backwards, are you then more evil? We are uh, back on evil, dark internet with the bipolar circle and the birthday show. And today it's the birthday of Satan. Happy birthday, Satan. Should I say it backwards? How do I say happy birthday, Satan, backwards? Natas. Adhatrib ipfa. Something like that. Sounds pretty evil. <laughs> Not at all. Maybe you have to have like some sound effects to make it sound evil. Can you say happy birthday backwards and, and, and uh, happy birthday Satan backwards? Because or else Satan would not understand it. I think Satan only understands things that goes backwards. That's what I learned from my musical history. Adhatrib ipfa natas. Whoa, this mystical shit going on there. Still not very evil, but... Yeah, well, okay, in the 60s, uh, some person, mm, some Mr. Lavai, uh, was uh, deciding to make the Church of Satan to, to challenge the double moral issues of religion, I guess. I don't know. I don't know, Levi. I don't know, but a feeling I felt was also that he was rebelling against the established religion and their double moral. Why I was interested in this was I found a book of magic in the book uh, shell of my father that was uh, having uh, different chapters about different type of magic in the world. And there was one chapter about uh, the Church of Satan. And here was some of the first naked photos I could see. It was my first porn Basically, it was in this book, it was naked, ma mostly women, kneeling in front of big pentagram signs, uh, lying down, getting uh, ritually sacrificed, not killed, but uh, kind of like insinuating human sacrifice, uh, also having orgies, orgy-related nakedness that penetrated my childish and innocent mind with demonic interest for the subject of magic. And uh, this made me, I think, search for different type of magical relationships to reality all over the world, actually, from shamanism to, to Merlin, the great wizard, Hocus Pocus. I find uh, a lot of the photos and the images very beautiful, though. Yeah, they, they had a, the Church of Satan had an extreme beautiful aesthetic on uh, nude rituals, something that attracted me a lot. And since this has been a little bit uh, connected to my upbringing, learning about the Church of Satan in the age of eight, seeing these beautiful naked virgins uh, getting sacrificed and getting kind of attracted to that, uh, kind of... Uh, made me interested in the pentagram and made me interested in a lot of other symbolism connected to uh, what the Church of Satan calls Satanism. And, and uh, I'm also from Norway. As uh, Satanists, uh, I grew up in the 90s uh, where uh, church burning and uh, Satanism was uh, pretty big uh, every day in the newspaper. Uh, some written about Satanists doing their evil child uh, uh, sacrificing rituals. Uh, that later seemed to just be a group of young freaks, the young kids that was angry at the society, screaming really loud while hammering on their guitar, and now has become one of the national gifts, nat national treasures 
of Norway getting promoted as being something beautiful and uh, culturally right. Something that destroyed kind of the punk attitude of the black metal scene totally when suddenly they're winning big awards. Not they, but some commercial black metal people are winning big awards on uh, the Spellmannsprisen. It's the prize for uh, best player in Norway kind of uh, get awarded there as the best album of the year and things like this. I think uh, black metal was made as a kind of punk rock uh, attitude towards organized religion. And I felt Church of Satan was similar, but we don't know. So we managed to contact the Church of Satan and Mr. David Harris, that is the magister of the Church of Satan, contacted us for a small interview about Satan and Satanism. Uh, A little bit afraid of this interview, we're going to talk to a real Satanist, so it might get, we might get evil spells. If we don't do this right, if we don't say the right thing in the right moment now, it's worse than the political leftist scene in Berlin that just want to beat us up. We will get cursed for lifetimes and probably our family also for seven generations after. So this is like kind of a very important interview for us to keep our head kind of straight and not drop into stupid comments or ignorance that we usually do in our shows. Uh, now it's time to be real professional, Leona, to keep our mouth, uh, tongue straight in the mouth when we are going to talk about Satan. Yes, I like Satan. And we love Satan, everyone knows that, so let's hope the love for Satan will protect us. Welcome to our show. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Satan. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Lucifer, the great lord, the goat lord, and the evil master. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. So this is the birthday show of Satan. Uh, today we're gonna have a happy birthday show for the Prince of Darkness. Uh, hail Satan! And uh, hello to you, uh, Magister of uh, Church of Satan. Miss, How are you guys? Can you please introduce yourself? Yes, my name is David Harris. I'm a Magister of the Church of Satan. I'm also the owner of Dave's Custom Media, a custom adult film company. Wow. And uh, that goes good together, or? Yes, two great tastes that taste great together. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I I realized that uh, Satanism, according to the Church of Satan, is uh, very much about personal experience and personal expressions. So uh, sexual expressions like that, like pornography, will not be coming conflict at all with the ideas and philosophy of Church of Satan. Of course not. Um, Satanism embraces sexuality between consenting adults in all of its forms. Um, as long as everybody's on board with what's happening and everybody's a legal consenting adult, um, the dictates of Satanism say to have at it. 
that's great. I'm a little bit interesting. We will get back to your private project with the with the fetish oriented pornography and stuff. I saw a little bit up that we're also very interested in hearing a little bit about what you're doing there. But first, can you tell us a little bit of history and philosophy of the Church of Satan? The Church of Satan was founded in 1966 by Anton Zandor LaVey um, in San Francisco, California. Um, he had created Satanism as an atheistic religion, a hedonistic religion, a religion of the flesh, a religion that embraces the carnality of man, as man is just another animal. Um, there is no God. There is no devil. Uh, this life is the only life that there is. So when you check out and you pass away, um, that's it. There's no afterlife. So you need to live this life to the fullest. Enjoy it while you're here. Um, indulge and enjoy all of the things that you personally find pleasing. Um, certainly it goes without saying that you should do that without impeding on anybody else's good time. Um, and you should embrace everything that this life has to offer. Wow. So what has happened with the development since the start of the Church of Satan, like with the history development, you have a lot of followers because in itself, the philosophy of Church of Satan do uh, kind of limit the idea of uh, having followers since it's a purely individualistic philosophy. Um, precisely. I mean, the church has grown um, in membership since its inception in 1966. Uh, it, we do not make our membership numbers public um, for a variety of reasons. If you know people perceive us to be too small, they don't take us seriously. If they perceive us to be too large, they consider us a threat. Um, in terms of trying to obtain membership, we're not really interested in obtaining lots of members so much as we are interested in obtaining the right kinds of members, people who are, you know, overachievers, people who embrace the philosophy, people who read the satanic Bible and see themselves in it, then you are most likely a Satanist. We're very much about quality and not quantity. Yeah, because I read on your website to apply for active membership, you have to answer a lot of questions. There was one that was a little bit odd, like tell one of your favorite jokes. Who is it? Yes. You have to be funny to be a Satanist. Uh, you don't have to be funny, but it helps. Um, obviously, Satanism, one of the aspects of quote-unquote satanic magic is, a, is a, something that Anton LaVey called lesser magic. Um, lesser magic is your ability to manipulate you know, your surroundings in your day-to-day -day life. And this occurs through things like your mode of dress, your speech, you know, how, you, how well you take care of yourself, if you are or are not funny. Um, are you able to make people laugh? Do you, how do you influence people? You know, things like that. So a sense of humor is very, very, you know, is beneficial to the Satanist. You know, people, people tend to take themselves awfully seriously. And many of us believe that, you know, people who take themselves too seriously leave no room for us to take them seriously. <laughs> but wouldn't you then be afraid, for example, that uh, you would be judgeful and not be kind of like uh, a, a progressive in the time of humor and comedy and maybe don't catch the joke? Maybe it's a way to conscious joke and you haven't developed your humor accordingly to this person. And they put a joke that is very, very kind of advanced joke and you miss it. 
and uh, then maybe you didn't get one of the most progressive funny people into Church of Satan because you didn't develop. You think you de you have a very good grasp on what's funny in the time, or or uh, do you feel that maybe some people get uh, also pushed out of Church of Satan because they they don't say the right thing that is not popular humor right now or are not politically correct in the ideas of Church of Satan, but they actually wanted to joke. Well, we've never actually been really concerned about with, we've never been concerned with what's popular and what's not popular. We honestly don't care. Um, again, Satanism being an individualist religion, you know, you, people embrace their own personal aesthetic, their own personal, what, what it is that they like to do, what it is that they enjoy. And you know, some people will enjoy a certain type of humor, some people won't. And you any more or less of a Satanist. So you do have uh, people with different type of humor. It's not like you only accept a certain type of humor that, for example, the people that check out the humor of the people that want to get into the church of Satan is like, oh, no, this is not funny. And you uh, become like grown into what is kind of a special idea of what humor is and kind of missing yeah. other points of funny. Are you afraid of maybe... No, we, like, like, obviously, obviously if, if, people, if people can embrace a variety of humor and we will, you know, we don't really care what kind of humor you you embrace, yeah, so, uh, except prop except prop comics. Fuck those guys; they're not funny. Yeah, so um, if I would have written, for example, like uh, two tomatoes walk over the street and one got uh, driven over by a car and the other one said ketchup, as then I would uh, probably would I get into Church of Satan with that joke? Um, no, we throw you after that because that's just not fun. Yeah, exactly. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, to be it, it doesn't matter. I mean, I I know. I, I certainly know Satanists who aren't funny um, because funny is not their thing. Um, both my wife and I have backgrounds in stand-up comedy, so we're both quite funny. So it is what it is. For you people that don't feel you're funny enough and want to get into Church of Satan, maybe do a comedy course. Uh, maybe contact a stand-up comedian and do some training on being funny uh, if you want to entertain uh, and be a Satanist at the same time. So don't you're, go into the Church of Satan and be a boring ass. On funny thing. What? <laughs> You're awfully focused on the funny thing. I'm yeah, because about yeah, that. because I I focus on the funny because she took took it up and I I do agree. I do think you should have people in your organization that is not boring and I'm not trying to judge you at all. I'm actually agreeing. It's the same with us and fuck for forest. Most of the people in the inner circle are funny people, and it would be a shit to have a lot of bore people there because yeah. it is connected to consciousness and the way of yeah. thinking. I'm just thinking about how you analyze what's a funny or not, but that's. Yeah, I don't need to talk more. At the end of the day, you don't need to be funny to be productive. You don't need to be funny to be interesting. You don't need to be funny um, to be a Satanist. Well, but um, it, today in the world of today, it seems like you have to be funny to get away from judgment almost because most of politics and uh, spiritual philosophies and stuff, if you say like something a little bit critical or a little bit not politically correct, you get frozen out or even get banned from internet sites and stuff like this. So it seems like comedy has become the only kind of way to kind of be, uh, have a kind of artistic freedom to be able to express unpopular ideas under the under the protection of comedy so i can understand that comedy is important oh yeah comedy is certainly important as a, as a social as, as a social commentary uh, it has been since you know the advent of stand-up um you look back at guys like george carlin uh, lenny bruce uh, and you come into the modern era guys like doug stanhope um guys who are not were not just funny 
but impart an intelligent social commentary to what they're saying. Um, it, you know, th those people to me are, are masters of comedy. Um, and then, and then you have other people who, you know, guys like Steve Martin, who were just gag comics and were just equally as funny, just not as socially conscious. Um, there's a variety of, of, of funny out there. Um, I don't think it necessarily, it, it certainly doesn't disqualify you from being a Satanist if you're not funny. Um, but you know, it certainly helps. But, uh, so like in, in Satanism, is God the swear word? No. no, no, there is no God. There, um, there's, there is no God. There is no Satan. Um, there, Satanists are atheists. So it was created um, a little bit for, because like the, the, as an expression against organized religion, then kind of like uh, you don't believe in God or Satan and you f feel um, that. Well, we, well, we are an organized religion. Um, we are an organized atheistic religion. Um, there, and there are a variety of atheistic religions out there. Um, Taoism, Buddhism are just a few of, of the atheistic religions, and Satanism is also an atheistic religion. The word Satan, when it's translated from the original Hebrew, uh, means the adversary, one that stands in opposition. And that's what we mean when we say Satan. We view ourselves as the adversary to any and all spiritual doctrines because spirituality is bullshit. Uh, it's, you know, there is no, there is no spiritual world, there is no spiritual realm, there is no afterlife. This life is all that there is. How do you know? Because there's no proof that there is. And what about... The, the, the default, you don't prove a negative. The default is non-existence. Until existence is proven, one can only assume that non-existence is reality. Well, how would you see a dream, for example? A dream cannot really be proven in that way as reality is. Uh, for example, when you do magic, you say... Well, a, like, a dream isn't reality. But but magic, because Levi did magic. Do you do magic? What you will categorize as magic? Um, again, there are two there are two forms of magic as outlined in the Satanic Bible, greater and lesser magic. Um, and the names are sort of misnomers, and that is actually by design on the part of Dr. LeVay. Um, again, as I stated earlier, lesser magic is your ability to manipulate the world around you, and you do that again through, you know, the way you dress, the way you behave, the way you speak, um, you know, how you treat other people, uh, the way you're able to influence others to, over to your way of thinking. That's lesser magic. And that's the kind of magic that people engage in every day. I'm assuming that the kind of magic you're referring to is greater magic or ritual magic, where you step into a ritual chamber and you hold um, a ritual of sorts. And Satanists view ritual as psychodrama. Man needs dogma. Man needs ritual. Every, every human being engages in ritual, whether they realize it or not. If you wake up in the morning, you take a shower, you brush your teeth, you get dressed, you go to work, that's ritual behavior. And so when we step into a ritual chamber, what we're trying to do is we're actually trying to purge ourselves of any negative emotions that may be impeding us from achieving a goal. You know, you may, there may be, you know, a, a person that you're interested in romantically. There may be a friend of yours or even yourself that's having a, a difficult time with a situation. There may be somebody out there that's, you know, you consider an enemy and you don't like them. And you would ritualize to get those particular feelings out of you so that they're no longer impeding you so that you can go out into the real world and pursue those ends. Mm. 
you mentioned that uh, Satan is uh, in Hebrew, the ab adversary. And do you have any relationship to the Old Testament or the, or the Torah or the Tree of Life, like Kabbalah or something like no, that? No, it's nothing. Not uh, the Satanistic Church have nothing to do with this. No, it's 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 all bullshit from a you know from a realistic standpoint. If Satanists out there see some aesthetic something about those particular modes of practice that they might find pleasing from an aesthetic perspective, they may incorporate that into their own lives. Um, but it's not. But that would be just for them. It's not directly related to Satanism as a whole. But it's permitted to do your own work uh, and be part of uh, the Church of Satan at the same time, no? Oh, yeah, of course. We, we encourage people to design their own rituals. Um, Anton LaVey outlined a series of rituals in the Satanic Bible um, and then a few more in, the in his follow-up, the Satanic Rituals. But those are mostly just blueprints for you to, to start if, if engaging in ritual ceremony is something that you find meaningful to yourself and that even and even that is not required there are plenty of satanists who don't see any use in engaging in the performance of formal ritual um and that's completely fine um for those that do you know anton levey created you know a blueprint for several rituals and there are countless satanists who either take those blueprints and then add to them make them their own or completely write their own from scratch um, again, Satanism being an individualist religion allows for that. So do you have any like major rituals? I think you have, have like three like main rituals or something. Yeah. And th those are the ones that I described earlier, specifically the ones that are outlined in, in the core text in the Satanic Bible are a ritual for lust, a ritual for compassion and a ritual for destruction. And again, like I said, there may be, you know, some person out there that you may have a romantic interest in. You may step into a ritual chamber if you're, if you're so full of sexual desire for that person. You may step into a ritual chamber and hold a lust ritual where, you know, it culminates in a grand orgasm that you have in the middle of your ritual chamber. Um, if you have a friend or even yourself, you're engaged in a, you're, you're having a, a problem with a situation that you're very upset about, you're burdened by it. You may step into a ritual chamber and have a hold a compassion ritual for yourself or for your friend, where you expel that sadness and you weep openly, you know, in a in an environment where you feel truly safe and able to convey that emotion. And of course, there's destruction, where let's say there's a person out there who you don't like, who's a piece of shit, and you may want to, you know, virtually destroy them. You may create an effigy of them and burn it. You might, you know, hang it from a rope, you know, as part of your ritual. You may wish death upon them in, in again, in a safe environment where you feel no shame about unleashing that emotion from within and you put it out into the world. And then you go on with your day feeling unburdened by it. And then what happens to that person? Whatever. So, yeah, we were living kind of like a ongoing uh, lust ritual in our apartment in Berlin when we d lived there and had our Fuck for Forest orgy uh, ongoing. And uh, I learned a lot about intentional magic in that uh, state. And I think also sexuality is a very strong energy to, to release that. But what I realized is that uh, not uh, all intentions, uh, most of intentions you have that you attract something, you will also attract uh, a payback, that you have to pay something back to something. And that's what I feel 
Do you have no, ever any experience with? Because you say that the rituals happens no, in your daily never, life. Never, not once. You never get never. negativity back from doing a, a ritual. So you, no, is that because of your me, intention is me, me, that's a bunch of wicked bullshit. Um, the whole, you know, comes back to you times three. Um, that's just nonsense. Um, <laughs> I, I've often said um, when I've engaged in ritual that I am the karmic retribution when I engage in ritual. Um, but no, there, there, there is no karma. Karma does not exist. Um, it's you, you put your intention out into the world and you, there, there may be consequences in, in a sense that you may not have thought things through. Um, if you if you, if the intention of your ritual comes to fruition and there was an unintended consequence of that action that you didn't think of, that might happen. Um, but is that karma? No, um, karma doesn't exist. Um, poor planning exists. Yeah, exactly. But do you have? Uh, yeah, I can I can agree on that. I think I will take my. Own, I actually do take my own responsibility for the shit that happened to me by manifesting in a way where I didn't really expect the lesson to be like it turned into. So so I think it's my fault, yeah. But do you have people in the in the satanic church, uh, in the in the church of Satan that do you believe in reincarnation? Or it's uh, forbidden no. to re believe it? It's forbidden to believe in reincarnation if you were part of the church of Satan or you would get laughed um, at or... It, it, um. In the sense that, that reincarnation would imply the existence of an afterlife, um, yeah, it, that, it doesn't exist. But it doesn't have to. It can be like we are stuck in this natural circle and all energy is stable and it's just our energy. Like nature creates new things from reusing the energy and then we, we die, our energy just goes back to the planet and somehow are in the circle. Or you can see that we're stuck in a reality we can't get out of. It's no. not that it no, no. you go when, to a spiritual no. place, you just go back to the source of nature. And when you no. die... When, when, you're, when you're dead, you're dead. End of discussion. So I have a question going back again to uh, the rituals. And do you have like courses for beginners how to make these rituals? Or everything is like you have to read the book and figure things out yourself? Um, no, there are no courses. There are no... Satanism, again, being a, a, a very individualist religion... Um, to be taught how to do something would be to taint that with somebody else's perspective. Um, so no, there would be, there's no courses, um, nor, nor should there be. Um, but there is a book. You either, when you read the satanic Bible, um, you either identify with it and you see yourself reflected back to yourself in the pages or you don't. If you do, then you're a Satanist. If you don't, then you're not. And when you're um, a Satanist, do, do you do you like pray to the darkness or say something like, oh, great dark or evil Lord of Satan? Or do you use the word evil or darkness a lot in Satanism? Or is that just bullshit? Um, that depends on the individual. If somebody, if an individual, if an individual Satanist finds use of those terminology aesthetically pleasing in their ritual, then yes. If they don't, then no. So you can pray to evil, like the evil Lord, or say something like that, and it will be like... Uh, you've, some... you've read the Satanic Bible, right? Yeah, I read parts of it. 
I haven't read the okay, whole so one. So did, did, you, did you understand what Anton LaVey talked about when he spoke about ritual? I like to understand my ritual. I do research on tribal communities. I do ritual on shamanism and witchcraft in Europe and the satanic but, Bible. Right, I, but I see you, everything. Did you understand I, what LaVey meant when he wrote about it? Actually, I don't really give a shit what he meant because it's all about me making my own relationship to what I think magic is. And I see it's an inspirational source, just like I see any kind of spiritual or philosophical information as purely uh, philosophical for me. And I have to make my own uh, opinion about it. So in that way, I cannot follow any doctrine, for example, uh, by Lavai. But I find a lot of what he's saying interesting. And I find a lot of his uh, aesthetic in the early time with the... With the orgies and the beautiful way of putting that up as a very artistic expression of something that I do believe in. And there's a lot of things in Satanism I do agree with, as, like in the Church of Satan. But I come from Norway, from the black metal scene, and uh, that's a totally different type of Satanism people are talking about there. Also type of... Re uh, rebellion against established, against established religions, against what uh, religions did to the old rituals of the pagan people living in Norway. But they were never really connected to what you consider Satanism, because Satanism in the Church of Satan was like an early expression. So it, then it developed many other types of, I would say like Norwegian Satanism connected to black metal is a totally other kind of branch it has nothing to do with the, the church of satan well you have other like a kind of daughter or son organization like the temple of satan's temple or whatever i i don't remember what is this satan's temple it's another temple of satan or yeah okay i i think I know. you're actually referring to a political organization that just simply uses satanic aesthetic to to troll uh politicians in the united states uh, they don't actually have anything to do with Satanism. No, uh, that I agree. I, I, I listened to a podcast with these people and I found them, I don't want to say I found it ridiculous, but I laughed more about their true stories than what they tried to be funny with. So I was like, okay, they were criticizing Levi for being too serious and dark. And they were like, kind of like sounding like a kind of party organization that just wanted to have fun. And they were criticizing you guys for not being social enough. Something I found like absolutely yeah, ridiculous. People, people <laughs> sign up for that kind of thing or looking for some kind of collection collective kumbaya circle jerk and that's not what satanism is um satanism is a self-serving um life affirming you know religion and philosophy um that champions the individual um whether or not individuals find other satanists to be enjoyable to be around is up to them some do some don't um and that's just the way it is it says also um that on Church of Satan, that you are saying that religion do not belong in politics. But Correct. Yeah, but uh, the Church of Satan has member men, have member men, members. Are none of the members uh, part of political parties? Um, certainly, you know, individual members of the Church of Satan are free to engage in whatever politics they choose. The Church of Satan as an organization remains apolitical. Um, and it remains apolitical so that its members can practice whatever politics they choose as individuals. There are members of the Church of Satan that are registered Republicans, Democrats, um, socialists, fascists, communists, um, you name it. Um, as long as they abide by the principles of Satanism in their day-to-day -day lives, they're free to engage in whatever politics they choose. 
um, as long as they don't advocate for any political position in the name of Satanism, um, then it's completely fine. Um, advocating political policy in the name of Satanism is anathema to the concept of Satanism because you can't get two Satanists to agree on a political position, period. But they um, maybe use rituals to get in a high po political position. If, if, they're, if that's their goal, why wouldn't they? So it is do inflict, inflict each other. I'm sorry? Like uh, you, religion do not belong in politics, but you can use religion or in this case uh, rituals to use it in politics. Okay, but, but is that the individual doing that or is that the organization? No, I'm not saying the Church of Satan. I'm just saying like religion does not belong in politics, but many politicians or many people in general use rituals to become whatever they want, like they use Okay, it. so using ritual to obtain political office would not be imbuing religion into your politics. Creating a political position based on your religious philosophy would be imbuing religion into politics. The way Christians use things like abortion um, and the way Christians try to suppress you know, minority religions, you know, by creating, you know, national policy that is in line with Christianity. That's what we mean by religion has no place in politics. Politicians should not be creating public policy based on their religion. Whether or not some politician goes into a church and prays, dear Jesus, can I please, you know, win the state Senate seat, whatever. Um, I tried that's that. Not, I tried everything. That's not religion and politics. Religion and politics would be creating a system of government based on your religion. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can use magic to get what you want in any case. I think that I, I do agree that person, like the personal experience you have with the, the Church of Satan is not the... Uh, influencing your need as a person as a individual in this world anyway it's like uh, you're still learning something you used to develop your personality and develop your uh, your position in this world church of satan is more like a self-help group than to make people uh, realize themselves stronger and succeed better in this life I mean, ultimately satanism and the goal of any Satanist is to achieve a position in life that most suits you. Like myself, I became very interested in filmmaking, very interested in making adult films. So I started an adult film company. That is 100% Satanism in action. Um, I wanted to do something, and I did it. Period. And I do it well. In 2018, one of my films won you know, film of the year at the, at the Fetish Awards. But is that just because it, you may it, be creative or you, you, you give that to Satanism? So if I became a true Satanist and did the ritual right, I would get successful in the what, what I wanted to be successful in. You say that? Uh, well, well, I didn't do a ritual. I just made a, I just started making movies. Making movies is my ritual. I make movies. Maybe you're just a cool guy that knows how to make movies then. Um, I probably would not have pursued that had I not been born a Satanist. 
if I'd been born a Christian, if I'd been born Jewish or Muslim, <laughs> my my religion um, might have prevented me from from achieving that goal. Um, but I was born a Satanist, and so I was free of any of that guilt. Um, so I just went ahead and did what I wanted to do. Like I said, there you know a lot of a lot of musicians, a lot of authors um, who consider who are Satanists will consider the creation of their art to be their ritual. Um, they don't, you know, many of them don't feel the need, like I said before, many of them don't feel the need to formally ritualize. Um, again, the creation of their art is their ritual. Yeah, so, so it's to clean the ego somehow. Because what is ego in Satanism? I suppose one's, one's ego is, is what drives you. Um, I know my ego drives me. Um, I I know that I'm pretty goddamn awesome. And so I decide to do what I want to do. And then I do it. And I do it well. And I do it better than most people. Because that's just who I am. So you think maybe Satanism is a type of like uh, union to clean your ego? Is it to make uh, all the attachment from religion and politics disappear so you purely can use the essential part of your ego to do the work you are supposed to do in this world. That's, that's up to the individual. It's like, like we discussed before, some individual, some individuals, politics are, are part of who they are. Um, there are certain, there are certainly Satanists who hold political office. Um, there are Satanists who are computer programmers. There are Satanists who are police officers. There are Satanists who are filmmakers, authors, writers, uh, musicians, all walks of life. Nurses, doctors, lawyers, uh, you name it, there are Satanists working in that field and working in that field better than most of their contemporaries. Um, Satanism is about fulfillment of the self because there is no higher being. We view ourselves as our own God. There is no higher entity in my life than me. It's all about me. But do you have any concept in Satanism about good and evil? Or is it part of the same thing? Um, we have a saying in Satanism. Good is what you like. Evil is what you don't like. And that's all very subjective. Um, good and evil are subjective terms. Morality is a subjective term. No two persons' moralities are the same. Um, and so there, there is no singular morality. Um, There are laws, and Satanism dictates that one should follow the law in the land in which one lives, because being arrested and having to live in a six-by-nine cell is not conducive to a satanic lifestyle. Um, one should, in all instances, follow the law of the land in which they live. But beyond that, you should pursue whatever it is that makes you happy. And what about, because I read that... Uh that I agree on uh, that you have uh, kind of moral values in Satanism. For example, you should not hurt or harm children. So you would not uh, accept pedophiles into the Church of Satan? No, no. Pedophiles are human garbage and would not be accepted into the Church of Satan. So you do have some ideas about what's good and bad. I think, I think that's... I, I, I don't think I'm breaking any kind of new ground by saying pedophiles are fucking shit no but um, we have governments <laughs> we have governments dropping bombs on children and people votes for these assholes and it's part of um, the system people start yeah, children and, are starting and, and, to and death and that's shitty as well you know 
obviously hurting hurting children is bad. Hurting animals unless you're going to eat them is bad. Um, you know, impeding on somebody else's ability to pursue what it is they want to pursue is you know is anathema to Satanism. But is this this coming this like follow the rules? I do understand it's not cool to sit in a cell and that shouldn't be Satanism. But I also uh, think about that there are some rules made by a really uh, oppressive, uh, fucked up society that uh, needs to be pushed sometimes. And sometimes people, some people that fight it for liberty or ideas to develop had to go to jail. Even Lenny Bruce was in jail for for uh, talking too funny in the wrong way. And they arrested him. So then it's like, okay, he was too funny. He ended up in jail. You're not a Satanist anymore. Or like, okay, I smoke weed in a place where I think this plant is given from nature. And I think nature is part of Satan's temple somehow. It's not uh, Satan, but nature is definitely. And I want to fight for that, for example. Uh, isn't it like uh, your, the conflicts of individualism coming in conflict and with the laws of a society? And I'm thinking maybe this was like, Created. Well, are you are you doing that for yourself, or are you doing that in the name of Satanism? No, I'm doing that, that for myself. That's, that's the distinction. Okay, so I can if still you, do it for if, myself. If you if you if you're doing something for yourself, then do it for yourself. But it has nothing to do with Satanism. Okay, I understand. You know? at, at the end of the day, we're all adults. We make our own decisions. If you want if you want to smoke a joint, you know, in a place where you know, smoking a joint is illegal, that's your decision. What you're not going to be able to do is is when you're hauled into court, say, oh, this is I'm smoking this joint because it's part of my religion. No, you're not going to be able to do that if you're if you're testing that your religion is Satanism. We're not going to back you up on that. And is this coming from that uh, the Church of Satan got so much negative, uh, like kind of focus in the beginning because of using Satan and having this like orgy looking rituals and it provocated people that law enforcement, police and and uh, agents were doing surveillance over the organization to catch you on something. And therefore it was better just eliminate that. That's a very strong thing to say. We don't want to uh, be in connection with uh, criminal activity because it will hurt our organization. Yeah, of course. We're not stupid. <laughs> okay. That's it's good that you answer honest on that because that's what I feel like. Okay, we have to. We we you do good work and you don't want to be uh, identify with small details that makes confusion about the main philosophy of the organization. Exactly. The, the, the last thing an organization called the Church of Satan needs is is a, a bunch of, of do gooder Christians pointing. Yeah, they're a bunch of criminals. Yeah, no, that's ex precisely why we don't do that. So do you have hatred? In You say that you're allowed to, to, to actually curse people so they die and stuff. That, that the law can't, because they don't believe in magic, so they can't be like, get put you on trial for, oh, you kill this person with energetic, like, uh, kind of uh, magic. And uh, so, so, but it's okay to kill people if you get away with it, with a curse, for example. Um. I suppose the answer to that is awfully subjective, whether or not you believe your curse had anything to do with somebody um, passing away or, or meeting an unfortunate end. Um, that's ultimately up to you. At the end of the day, when we ritualize in a formal setting, all we guarantee under the guise of Satanism is that you will be unburdened of the feelings that you had when you stepped into the ritual chamber. Nothing more, nothing less. Now, there are Satanists, um, and I consider myself to be one who do in fact believe that when you release that energy out into the world, that it may ever so slightly tip the balance of power 
in favor of the action that you are ritualizing about. Um, and some consequences may occur in the world as a result. Um, some of us, you know, some of us think that that is true. Some of us don't. Um, but in terms of the Church of Satan and the religion of Satanism, all that guarantees is that when you step out of the ritual chamber, you will no longer feel burdened by those emotions that you felt when you stepped in. And do you hate? Sometimes do you feel hate in your heart? Do you feel like you use hate as an energy anytime to to manifest something? Do you hate oh, something? I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a very hateful person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but I've I've always said I've said this to many people. If I could manifest money, <laughs> the way half as well as I manifest um, bad things for people who I don't like, um, I'd be a very rich man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I that's but that's just who I that's who I am. So hate there is, are, hate there, is there, okay. There are, there, there are plenty of Satanists out there who are the most pleasant and sweet and lovable people you'll ever meet in your life. You have kind uh, Satanists. And they're, and, they're full, and they're full of nothing but, you know, sunshine and puppies. Um, me, not so much. Um, <laughs> but again, it's all tailored to the individual. Yeah, because now, right now, I'm getting pretty pissed off with this, like, hate speech. And it's not allowed with hate. Oh, you wrote something hateful on the internet and you get blocked. And I'm like... Hey, I come from the punk rock and black metal scene where hate is kind of an important part of our poetic expression. And I feel it's like kind of a, a very important human quality to be able to express hatred sometimes. So Of course it is. I mean, hatred is a very normal human emotion. Um, love, love is as well. Um, it's written in the Satanic Bible. Why should I love my enemies? If I love my enemies, do I not place myself at their mercy? Um, you should, I don't think you should love your enemies. I think, you know, in some instances, the, the best way to deal with an enemy is to disregard them because they're insignificant. Um, but if someone is really getting at you, getting at you, um, then you might feel the need to ritualize about it. You might feel the need to, to do, you know, to purge yourself of that negative emotion. Um, and people might purge themselves in a ritual chamber. They might purge themselves of that emotion by writing a post on social media. I've, I've kind of come to the conclusion um, that social media in general has become kind of a poor man's ritual um, because you, you'll see something in the world that annoys you and you immediately have to take to Facebook or Twitter and just post about it. Um, and I think if people just stopped doing that and maybe banked some of that energy, they'd be able to, you know, they'd be able to force it into something a little more productive and a little more worthwhile, whether that be, you know, the formal creation of some art or a formal ritual or a more creative piece of writing, um, or in my case, a movie. Um, I think the advent of social media has given everyone a voice and the drawback to everyone having a voice is now everyone has a voice and there's no filtered excellence. Yeah, that can seem like that. Actually, the people who are most intense uh, many times are the less intelligent people and they get a lot of space on social media and even start to control what's okay or not and what I can hate or not. And I, that I hate. 
a lot that makes me pretty provoked. Uh, you wanted to say something, Leona? Uh, no, <clears throat> I was thinking more about this with hate and jealousy. Jealousy is a form of hate, but it's not the same. What opinion do you have about jealousy? Jealousy is just another emotion that can be purged in any number of ways. Um, it's not, it's certainly not something that one would find beneficial. Um, it's certainly, it hinders you in the pursuit of whatever it is you're trying to pursue with regards to whatever it is you're jealous over. I mean, some people might decide to use it as a motivator, depending upon what you're jealous about. If you're jealous because somebody has more success than you, it may motivate you to become more successful. Um, if you're, if you're jealous because somebody's got the girl that you want, um, you might try to court her. Um, people might, you know, people, people deal with their own emotions in their own way. Um, and I believe that Anton LaVey came up with a very, very fundamentally sound and intelligent way for Satanists to purge themselves of any kind of negative emotion that's holding them back in the form of, of the rituals that are outlined in the Satanic Bible. So you see jealousy as a negative emotion? Um, I do. Um, there might be people out there that don't. Um, I'm not one of them. I think I, I, I don't I don't see the point. Because if I if I see somebody that has something that I want, I take steps to get it for myself. And it's not really that big a deal. I just do it. Just to uh, ask one thing, because I need to ask it, uh, actually, and uh, it probably touched the same subject you said, that uh, the Church of Satan is not a political, it doesn't touch political things as an institution, and and uh, therefore you do uh, allow a big variety of uh, different thinkers into into the church. And uh, because uh, in early days, uh, when people tried to put shit on the Church of Satan. Many times it come up ideas about uh, that uh, the Church of Satan was in connection with uh, fascism and uh, racist uh, actors. Is that something that uh, that is uh, publicly okay? That you think that that is that, that is that is something in Church of Satan, or it's just hate speech? Um, racism really has no place in Satanism because racism is a collectivist philosophy. Um, any kind of whether it be white supremacy or black supremacy, um, Latino supremacy, European supremacy, what have you, um, is collectivist and Satanism is individualist. So people who, you know, I know a lot of dumb fucking white people, <laughs> a, a lot of them, and I don't want to be associated with them. I'm me, you know, so I don't identify racially with other people of the same skin tone. And I venture to believe that most Satanists don't either um, because to do so would be to embrace collectivism. And we are not a collectivist organization. We are you know, very much an organization of individuals. You, you said something, you, you still work as a stand-up comedian or you focus now on the movies and- uh... um, I, got, I got bit by the movie bug about seven years ago, which is around the time that I quit doing stand-up. Um, I was, I was okay. I was, um, I, I never, pro I never progressed beyond the position of what, what most people in stand-up comedy would call the middle act. You know, I had a good 20 minutes. Um, my wife, my wife was much fun, is much, to this day, is, is much funnier than I am. And you um, did Satan jokes and stuff then, or? You, you... Um, I did a couple. Um, there's, to be, to be perfectly honest, there's, 
no it i always found it difficult to make actual satanism funny uh, <laughs> um it just it didn't translate because so many people particularly in this country have a christian view of what satanism is and so a lot of the times jokes didn't translate um and so it just it's like you know what this is just it's not no, it's not worth it for me. To, it's not worth it for me to, to pursue making these jokes. Let me. Seems like it's easier to make fun up. about the Christians. No, but there seems to also be like kind of a, a group that is almost too easy to make fun about. So maybe Satanism is like uh, it's a good thing to like to try to force your brain to make some fun about it because it's more actually have a real philosophy behind it. While most religion is just following doctrines like ships do, and uh, it's pretty much easy to make jokes about it. Yeah, so you did. Yeah, so you did Christianity Christ is definitely low-hanging fruit. So you did. Now. So you did Christian jokes. Um, I did a few. I did a few. Um, I I was. <laughs> I I was definitely not a politically correct comic. <laughs> um, my my wife was a little nicer on stage than I was. I I was, I was very I very I very much worshipped worshipped at the altar of Doug Stanhope. Um, <laughs> As a, as a as a stand up, he's a god um, in stand up world. Definitely, definitely my personal comedy idol. Um, we share that. Then uh, he's one of my high level comedians of our time. If you haven't checked out Doug Stanhope, the people that watch this now, he's a definitely an interesting person. You should check out uh, the comedy expression of. So check out Doug Stanhope. Uh, and uh, so, so currently you're making movies. Yes, I'm a I'm an adult filmmaker. I make pornographic movies tell us a little bit about that and how it uh, how it you said that it fits very good with satanism um well like i like we had said earlier um satanism embraces all forms of sexual expression between consenting adults um and the making of adult content is certainly no exception um i got i got bit by like i said i got bit by the film bug about seven years ago when i started having um when i started having adult film stars on my podcast um, my wife and I, when we were doing stand-up comedy, we had a, a comedy podcast, and we, you know, started having porn stars on the show, um, and it just kind of progressed from there. Um, we started making our own movies. You know, started out as fetish films, um, you know, some spanking films, some foot fetish films. It progressed into full-on adult films, and now what we do, um, we make bespoke custom porn. Um, for individuals who contact us and want a specific movie just for themselves. Um, the company is named Dave's Custom Media. You can find us at davescustommedia.com. Um, we can uh, put together a custom video for you if it's something that you want. We have a series of models that I work with here in the, uh, in the New York area. Um, and uh, I love I, it's It's so much fun. So we could ask you for a custom-made movie and we could put it on Fuck for Forest? Uh, yes, you could. I can, Absolutely. Can I? Yeah, and for uh, for children parties and for like uh, wedding gifts and no, gifts to my mother. No, not children's parties. No. <laughs> well, I believe in challenging people with the subject on sexuality, so I I would uh, like to give it to people that uh, needed it, and that's many times the people who think that this is horrible and uh, unmoral and yeah, perverted. Yeah, yeah, give it, give it to their parents. Don't give it, don't give it to the children. <laughs> okay, but um, what is pervert for you? Uh, you have any concept of perversion? Because you said you are a pervert. I'm. Yeah. I'm. I. I. I call my. I refer to myself as a pervert in the, in in the sense that. 
of what other folks would consider pervert. Um, I've, you know, I've got I've got my own series of personal fetishes. Um, in terms of my own definition of the word perversion, I don't really have one. Um, and it's it's kind of fun because I don't I don't really travel in circles outside of the adult film world anymore. Um, so it's it's difficult for me to even conceptualize what most of society would consider perverse because to me it's just all normal. Um, but I, I do understand that my views on sexuality do not mirror the views of most of society and that most of society would consider me to be a pervert. Um, so I, I, I wear that mantle with pride because, you know, fuck other people. I will, I will consider perversion myself. I would consider perversion when you do something to someone without consent, when you are uh, abusing someone, I would see as a perversion. All the other stuff that other people might see as perversion because it's different is not really a perversion. It's playing and having fun with life in a little bit I, more. I would, I would actually take that a step further. I would call that sexually abusive. Um, if you're, if you're doing anything without consent, um, that's, that's, that's abuse. You're like you're li you're you're literally committing a form of assault, a form of abuse against another human being, um, and it's of a sexual nature. Um, so that, to me, that goes beyond perversion into the realm of illegality and assault. Um, another question about your movies: Have you ever acted in your movies yourself? Yes, I have. Um, I've been. I've made about. I'm estimating here because of 80 movies or so. I've may, I've maybe been in 15, 16 of them myself. And what could um, we expect to see you do in those movies? Um, probably shorter to what you wouldn't see me do. Um, <laughs> you do about uh, everything. Yeah, 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 you're you're gonna get the full Monty. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, and you you you're married. Yes, yes, I am. And you're in a monogam or uh, is an open relationship? Uh, my wife and I have an open relationship. Um, my wife is often, my wife more often than not is the star of my movies. She, she actually re just recently retired. Um, she's she you know is taking more of a behind the scenes role, and I'm actually I'm appearing in the films myself less and less. Um, mostly because I can't. I whenever I get somebody else to shoot a movie and I get in front of the camera. I, I'm never happy with the footage. I much, I'm much happier behind the camera because I'm, because again, it's my movie. It's my art. I want it to be as perfect as I can make it. And having somebody else run the camera doesn't work for me. We had um, an opposite there because uh, Fuck for Forest was more more about like we want to have sex with cool people, so we always <laughs> were fighting about who's gonna be in front of camera. Like you fucking film now, <laughs> can you hold the camera? No, no, I want to be part of this. It's like okay, we film while we do it, then. and then it's like, well, well, here you go, you guys, you guys come to the states, and I'll hold, I'll, I'll run the camera. You guys make a movie with me. Would be amazing, you guys, man. You guys, like, you guys can star. <laughs> we would definitely do that if this Corona situation. Uh, What's yeah? Now I just mentioned that. Uh, what does that? Uh, what does Corona? Does Corona influence the Church of Satan? How is it now with Church of Satan in Corona times? Um, well, obviously, like everything else, individual Satanists have their own views of, of what the coronavirus is doing. Um, for myself, um, I think you know, you know, Corona has kind of. I, I haven't shot a new movie since Corona 
started. Exactly. That's why I mean it's difficult to have like big groups of people kissing and rubbing on each other. Yeah. It's... Yeah. I mean, there there are some people. I mean, it's been like seven, eight months now. Some people have gone back to work. Um, I have not. Um, I've I've got a back I've got a backlog of stuff that I shot prior to Corona that I'm still working on putting out. So I I'm lucky in that regard. I'm I'm still able to put some new content out that I shot prior to Corona. Um, but the the adult industry as a whole hasn't really come to a general consensus as to how to proceed in the advent of Corona. Um, we don't. Um, you know, there's there's lots of discussions going on amongst various you know health organizations that do business within the adult community as to what what we should all do um and until then i'm i'm content to not risk my health not risk the health of anybody that i work with um just to make a movie i'm i'm perfectly content to release my backlog work on other projects um until we get a firm handle on what's going on because I, I'm, I'm sure you've you've watched i'm sure you watch the news you see what's going on in this country um trump is a moron uh and but, has completely mismanaged the virus yeah but if you um, go to if you go to to alex jones uh, infowars for example he believes that trump not trump but many of the other people of the political scene of uh, of America and the world in general is is satanistic pedophiles. So uh, they they, they yeah, use the uh, size in a different that's way. That's the uh, the that's the the QAnon phenomenon um, is interesting to me, and to me it's just further proof of the overall stupidity of the American people. Um, I've, I've 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 obviously because of the the accusation of quote unquote satanic pedophiles, which is a complete oxymoron because it's right in the rules of the earth: do not harm children. Um, uh, the the identity of, of of the guy who portrays Q um, has actually been pretty much revealed to be Jim Watkins, the guy who runs Eight Chan and Eight Qun, um, and he's it's QAnon is a giant money grab. Um, taking advantage of, of dumb Christian Republicans. Um, that's really all it is. Um, and Alex Alex Jones is just another one of these obscenely stupid Christian Republicans who furthers this ridiculous this ridiculous conspiracy theory. And he's essentially funneling money into the pocket of Jim Watkins. But he's funny. Oh, he's funny as fuck. <laughs> he's, Alex Jones is hilarious. Trump is hilarious. Yeah, I know, um, I know. But, I... but it does it doesn't change the fact that they're idiots. Yeah, but we got uh, to a point politically where I would, if I lived in America, vote for the most funny one because I'm into comedy right now, and I would just be like, okay, do I want this? unfunny person to be in a kind of like the same kind of system for four years or do I want to have fun about what's happening in the media so I mean, let's just yeah. vote for Trump to just keep the fun flowing yeah I mean, I mean that I mean I don't I generally don't vote because I'm not all about having my intelligent opinion weigh the same as some idiot's opinion quite frankly my, my opinion should count more um my my vote should be worth five, um, so I generally don't participate in federal elections. But I was I was giddy about Trump four years ago 
because I knew he was going to trash the place and it was going to be hilarious. <laughs> um, and I wanted to see what that would be like. I wanted, I, I wanted to see what that, what would happen. I've seen it now. <laughs> I've been, I've seen it for four years. I'm ready to move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you're bored of the comedy style. Yeah. Kind well, of. Like, like, like any, like any good joke, there's a diminishing return. It's not as funny the more times you hear it. Yeah, exactly. It's more. It's different. Different. Uh, different to be an American, uh, actually being on the inside of it or sitting on the outside. Also, I think when it comes to the funny, it's uh, certainly not so funny when you start to see that it actually influences things you care about very close around you. So it's yeah. like some funny in the idea of like creating chaos in the world because that will create that people have to maybe get forced to think on their own. Uh, that's I think like this abstract reality somehow do help people to okay force them to think outside the box uh, but I see also that that didn't really help I thought that first but then I see how popular Trump still is and how funny the people because I started a kind of a, a side project where I actually get in contact with a lot of uh, uh, conservative Christians and stuff in America and I find that they're the most evil warped corrupted crazy people on the whole planet and yes, then, they are. and then they I absolutely are and then I did the research because I was doing research on the search of, search of Satan on, on Twitter and different places and I found an ecology organization called evil ecology that is basically talking a lot about Satanism and ritual uh, use in connection to that nature is uh, we need nature to continue to do to develop ourselves or develop our ego for the right thing. Without nature, we can't do the ritual. With somehow like an essential thing that is not political, it's a survival thing. And uh, this uh, this website, uh, Evil Ecology, is trying to put ecology in a way of uh, reaching out to Satanists and people that have this kind of way of seeing to unify, to protect nature. No, but there I saw also like the people that was part of that. Uh, and uh, like that project, we're very interesting, intelligent, and caring people. And I see that in connection with the Jesus people on the other project. And I'm, this is pretty messed up backwards. It 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 really is. Um, if if you've ever studied the Christian Bible ostensibly, if you buy into any aspect of Christian philosophy, their God made allegedly made man the custodians of the planet. So if you if you are to take their philosophy at face value, um, their God is not a good judge of character, um, <laughs> because look around you, um, we're fucking up the planet, something fierce. I'm I, I don't necessarily consider myself an environmentalist per se, but as someone who embraces nature and embraces man's personal nature, you know, I like to have a nice planet. You know, I, you know, I've got, you know, I've got four stepkids and they're, they're pretty, pretty awesome people. And I'd like them to have a nice planet when I die <laughs> to, to live on. Um, I don't see the point in continuously trashing the planet, which is what a lot of Christians have done in the name of trying to make money, trying to, or, or worshiping their god um it just doesn't make any sense to me um i understand that you know in the early days of, of say the industrial revolution as as man created you know machines and mechanisms and we drilled and we pulled oil out of the ground 
and coal and things to create fuel and whatnot. Yeah, that was some shit that we had to do. Um, but as we've progressed into the 21st century, we're obviously seeing that that's kind of killing us now. Um, and with the advent of, of things like clean energy, wind energy, solar energy, um, there's no there's no reason to keep it going. You know, let's let's get some of these. You know, let's get some of these workers who are working in oil and coal. Let's get them trained on how to maintain clean energy systems so they can still have jobs, still work in the energy field, and not fist fuck the planet. Yeah, because I'm thinking still about this. Uh, one of the important rules uh, of Satanism is you shall, shall not uh, hurt children, and destroying the planet is hurting children. So all Satanists that is thinking that ecology is too political should maybe think about, well, hurting children is a big thing and leaving a planet totally destroyed for our children would then be against the Satanic Bible. Yeah, that, and that there, there's an argument to be made there. On the, you know, the other side of that argument, it, of course, is, you know, I'm, as I'm sure, you know, like we discussed, there are Satanists in all walks of life. I'm sure that there are Satanists who work in the oil and coal industry. Um, and to to tear down those industries would be to to impede their bottom line. So it goes back to what I said about you you can't get two Satanists to agree on a political point. But it, it's um, not political point. It hurts children. That's not political. If it hurts children, if your work is hurting children. Or animals. Or animals that I don't. That doesn't yeah, say. Yeah, it says oh, Animals also. It says also in the Satanic Bible. Yeah, you should not hurt animals either. Are you vegetarian? Um, no, I'm not. I I very much enjoy meat. Yeah. So, are you not afraid then if it comes from a place where the animals actually got hurted, that you are breaking the doctrine? Uh, well, the rule states do you know do not hurt animals unless you're being attacked or if it's for your food. Yeah, but for your food, don't you think it was like in that time, but now most food that you get served for meat is still made in suffering. It's still made from other people than you, so you ta maybe take the intention of the people producing the meat. You have no control over the energetic level of the process if you don't grow it and kill it yourself, kind of. It's just a warning. I don't know. Um, I, my response to that would be this. Um, you guys, you guys are in Germany or you're in the Netherlands? No, we yeah. live in Mexico. You're you're Mexico. Yeah, we're in Oaxaca, oh, okay. Mexico. Um, is there um, do you you guys get NBC where you are? Well, we can get it online, but uh, yeah, we can see it have online. You, have you what? Have you happened to see a show called The Good Place? No, that I missed. Okay. Um. If, if 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 this is a, if this is a topic of interest for you, I would suggest seeking out that show. It's 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 concluded now. It's four seasons. It's off the air, um, and it, it deals with the concepts of of the, the the Christian concepts of heaven and hell, and quote unquote living a good life. And it actually kind of made me think about the the principle that you're discussing now. Um, there there it is absolutely possible to take the notion of not impeding somebody else's good time too far. You know, how many steps down that road are you going to take responsibility for? Like, for example, you use the, the concept of meat. I don't know where my meat comes from. I don't really care. All I know is that it tastes fucking delicious when I eat it. 
because I'm not the one. I it might have it might have come from an ethical slaughterhouse. It might not have. It had nothing to do with me. I didn't hurt the animal. Yeah, but uh, well, yeah, you can see it like that. But if, by, if somebody by... else, if somebody else did, yeah, and but then I ate it. That's got nothing to do with me. It has something to do with you because you use money and you buy it from someone that produces it because you demand it. So it's like your slaves, basically. You have like some like a group of slaves that need something from you to produce something. Without you giving that thing, they will not produce it. So it's like a line where it cause and it's cause and effect, definitely. Well, well, again, how far down that line do you, are you willing to go? I'm not perfect. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I, I'm, I'm using computers. I'm, I'm not willing to go that. I'm not willing to go very far down that line. No, I'm if, sitting using if a computer. I'm not the one doing it. Then I don't care, <laughs> as long as I'm not the one doing it. Well, yeah. Okay, so that's an individual thing, I think. Yeah, because I, as I say, I'm sitting using a computer now that probably was mined most of the minerals by poor children suffering, and I don't want to, to hurt children either. But by using this computer, maybe I do hurt yeah. children. But I, I do I, think, I, I, exactly. I think, I think so I have that, to so eliminate. Again, that's, yeah. And that's how how far down that line do you want to go? Really how far, I think. Wanna, how much do you want to give up to not quote unquote hurt others? I think it's not give up. I think it's actually releasing yourself. But our but our interest in being the person we think we want to be, you do that we const constantly. What I will see as the bad part of the ego that is like somehow I want to use it so I can use it. But I can be happier and I can be more powerful by eliminate certain addictions to things that I think I need, and that can be also connected to going down that. The road eliminating things point by point until you get closer to the source where you can see this is actually hurting children or this is actually hurting our planet or animals and I shouldn't be part of it because I create the I create the cause and this is the effect so yeah I, I think personally I would try to I would if I, I know I'm an asshole I know I'm not good human being on many things and uh, I think I could try better to, 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 to stop. Uh, I did try. We did uh, disattach. That's why we live here in Mexico. We have a community. No, not a community. It's just actually us running us. Uh, it is an ecological area in the mountains of Mexico. You're more than welcome to come anytime and do a porn video or some dark, evil rituals I'm, in the forest. Uh, it's I, extreme. I, I have to visit Mexico. I would love to do, I would love to do that. It's an amazing place. It's a very magical place in one of the most magical places of Mexico. That is Oaxaca. That has a very, very interesting culture. And we live in a, one of the most biodiverse places on the planet that has a little bit kind of forest like Norway, actually. Kind of dark, mystical forest with a lot of pine and oak, but a lot of natural medicine plants and a lot of... Uh, fog and feeling of uh, gothic, uh, evil, magical place. Right. So if you want to come and make an amazing fetish movie, you can hang some up in some great trees there or you can do a magical ritual in the fog. We will be so happy to, uh, to receive you. So anytime you need a ho holiday away from the hard satanic life, you can come and uh, <laughs> do a satanic holiday a holiday on uh, on our little manzana podrida, it's called. That uh, means the, the rotten apple. That, uh, my, my, my wife has been to Mexico. I, I have not. So I, it's definitely on my to-do list. So now you have a place to come. Now in the end of the interview, uh, maybe you have some questions for Stena before I ask that. No, I think 
all my questions are done. Yeah, so then it would be nice uh, if you can say what you want. If it's something you want to say to the people listening that is important for you right now, it can be connected to your personal life or the, uh, and it can be connected to the Church of Satan. But what's your uh, amazing, conscious, high-level information you want to puke out to the people listening? Well, well, if you're out there listening and you want to learn more about the Church of Satan, its beliefs, its tenets, its philosophies, and its practices, uh, you can go to our website, www.churchofsatan.com. Uh, you can also pick up a copy of the Satanic Bible by Anton Zandor LeVay. Um, you can also pick up a copy of the Satanic Scriptures by our current high priest, Peter H. Gilmore. Um, it's available wherever fine books are sold, um, Amazon, your local bookstore, what have you. Um, if you want to see one of my amazing adult videos, you can go to davescustommedia.com. Um, I've got a variety of the videos that I've shot available for sale on my website. You can also order a custom adult film of your very own uh, by going to my, my website and filling out the custom request form. Um, and I will email you back within 24 to 48 hours to discuss your project. That sounds amazing. Yeah, for the people who are listening now, you can go down in the commentary section on uh, this uh, video this uh, podcast and you can find all the links to uh, this great project of this amazing satanists uh, satanist we are talking to right now one more time back to the subject of hatred you said you had a lot of hatred what uh, do you have something what is the thing you hate most with the world or your life stupid people stupid um, people the the number one satanic sin is stupidity Anton LaVey said it best. It's a shame stupidity isn't painful. Um, oftentimes it can be, but it should, it should be by design. Um, stupid people doing stupid shit fills me with... And not, and not humorously stupid. You know, obviously, humorously stupid can be fun. Um, I'm talking about just... Stu you, you know what I mean when I say just stupid. People being ignorant. People not taking two minutes to learn about something before running their mouths um, fills me with a rage that cannot be described. Um, that is the thing that I hate most in this world. Um, it, and if you want to talk about what I hate, I hate that. So ignorance and stupidity is the same? Um, not, they're certainly related. Um, it, it, I, one, one, would, one could call... One would say willful ignorance is a form of stupidity. Um, I would definitely say that those, those are two, two highly related concepts. I think ignorance is stupidity, and what the other part of stupidity might just be undereducated. Because some, yeah. maybe you didn't hear, but when you hear it, like, wow, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I will think about that. And you think about it a little bit, and you, you kind of transform yeah. it to your own information, and then you develop yourself. Yeah, I'm. To, um, you, I would agree with that if it were, let's say, 25 years ago, because. But the internet exists now, and I've always been of the opinion, and I and I try I try to live this myself. I try to put my money where my mouth is. If I see something, and I want to say something about it, I'll pause and say, let me do a little bit of homework on this first. Let me learn about this. Maybe I don't know everything about this. Maybe, even if it's just to gain a high-level overview of what something is, 
before I speak on it. If everyone, and, and we have this remarkable tool where we have the wealth of human information at our fingertips now, most people, obviously there are still some places in the world that don't have the internet, um, but most of us have the wealth of human information at our disposal and we don't use it. It's maddening. Yeah, because uh, yeah, social media has been part of stupefying people. But then I'm also going back to this. Is the ego really good? Because I think many of these people sitting on social media that write some, oh, yeah, I have such a good idea about this. They want to be recognized as being intelligent human beings, something they are not. They have no interest in being educated. They have an interest in puking out their narrow-minded ideas about what they think life is. And if somebody gives them some attitude back, they will call it hate speech and block them. So So it's like the people are just like denying themselves the possibility to develop based on I know what's good and I'm so yeah. fucking special and I can sit there and be my avatar on the internet and I have total control over that the right people will listen to me and then lick my ass giving me a good comment back and I think this is so stupefying for people and uh, yeah. it's, I, I completely I completely agree you have a wealth of people and, and, you know, again, pointing to America, you know, you have the Christian conservatives who, you know, if it's not, if it's not about Jesus, it's not a valid perspective. And then you have on the opposite side, you have quote unquote, politically correct, woke culture, um, trying to cancel anybody who might say something that they perceive to be as controversial, um, trying to, And both sides ultimately are trying to in, you know, impede communicate, you know, the, the exchange of ideas. You know, you know, not every idea is going to be popular. Not every and not every idea is going to be correct. But you know, ideas should be discussed. Um, you know, and just a you know a general consensus reached as to whether or not this is a worthwhile pursuit. Things can be things can be discussed. Things can be talked about. Um, Things can be rationed out between two reasonable adults. Um, and that's something that's rapidly disappearing. Um, if you go to if you go to the Church of Satan's website, um, our, high, our current high priest, Peter Gilmore, just recently wrote about this very topic um, in an essay uh, that he put out on Halloween. Um, I would recommend everybody go check that out on, on the Church of Satan website, churchofsatan.com. It addresses that point exactly. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Yeah, it's interesting that uh, that the uh, the point I was going to say now about social social media that is uh, yeah because I I had this point also before that I think uh, that's very good for people to have a discussion and sometimes the people you don't agree with is actually the people you need most to create the philosophical tension and when the social media is about blocking people and taking away everyone that you don't want to have there you lose all that tension and you just hear it's just the preachers speaking to the preachers kind exactly. of and uh, so I gave up and I created a kind of like a parody and kind of parody Jesus organization to see what kind of people I would get in contact with and using that message and I see that works much better than I actually get all those people that I would like to have attention towards because I could say I hate them but I can say I love them also it depends on my day I think and so so but it feels like okay I actually are able to reach these people now 
And by slowly changing my qualities by talking to them about Jesus and children and all the stuff that actually many times have a lot of loving messages in it. But those people that follow it are totally maniac psychopaths. But I'm saying like, okay, only by being a different being an avatar, I can reach those people and actually educate in the way I would like to do to those people that actually need it. I don't want to talk to people that is agreeing with me too much all the time. So exactly. I, I, li I like tension. No, I like to yeah. have something to discuss about. And I think like people should think about that when they are on social media. Before they block that annoying person, think about what that will do to your consciousness. To get all people disagreeing with you away, will that create a better world for you? I don't know. Yeah, because if you agree with everybody about everything, what are you going to talk about? How right you both are? <laughs> also, I was say like a good thing about uh, stupidity. I was in the native uh, community with the Shuar. It's a headhunting, head-shrinking tribe from the Amazon. A very beautiful tribe, shrinking heads to keep balance of the jungle intact. In their society, human sacrifice was illegal. So if you're a Satanist and you want to shrink heads, you can go to Ecuador and find the right tribe because uh, if it's legal, it's fine. And I agree with the head-shrinking rituals. It's beautiful. And anyway, they told me that the best medicine for stupidity would be ayahuasca so uh, something I've seen that is not totally true either but for you people that want to try it you can go to Ecuador and Peru there it is legal and do ayahuasca to see if you get less stupid and if you want to cut the clitoris of your child or something you can always move to a country where that is okay and then you can still <laughs> practice satanism with being a, a kind of uh, no that's not that's no, hurting children that's hurting children yeah but they will say that it's not hurting children but it still hurts yeah, the babies cry yeah but Come they on, say would hurt. say it's that's for the painful. good of god or something and the children it's, will not accept it into the kingdom of god if they don't do it painful. okay then it's well, like, well then well then at that point once it's about the kingdom of god it ceases to be about satanism <laughs> great it was Amazing to talk to you. It uh, would be nice, uh, even you say your uh, wife is a stand-up comedian and uh, also a very funny person. Maybe you talk to her, maybe we can have a, in the future talk to her uh, a little bit also about how it is to live with a pornographic pervert Satanist and do stand-up comedian <laughs> uh, show on that. She, she's also a pornographic pervert Satanist. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We're two peas in a pod. <laughs> like, uh, like children, fine, like uh, play friends. And uh, yes, so please uh, think about helping, sending some, uh, if you send Fuck for Forest videos or something that you have that you will share with Fuck for Forest that they think, okay, this is, would be good for us uh, to give to us. We will give you free access to the website and you can even make your own blog on Fuck for Forest where you can promote Satanism or promote your way of seeing sex sexuality and get attention for your project. So think about that. If you want the own blog on Fuck for Forest where you that's upload that, um, some cool things. Email me, email me the information. I'd be interested. Okay, that's super cool. And I hope this coronavirus goes over. Then we will definitely, we had plans of coming to America. We have many people that would like us to come. So then we would say hi. And if you want a holiday in a satanistic mountaintop, you are more than welcome to come and spend some time with us. Yeah, thank you so much for coming and have a great uh, satanistic birthday. Continue to have <laughs> a great birthday. Happy birthday, Satan. Hail Happy Satan. Birthday. My, my birthday is in August. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's great to talk to you, man. Uh, Guys, be careful in America now. Now it's the election. I didn't want to talk too much about it, but 
Hopefully it will be a civil war and chaos. Uh, it seems that's the only people, people need the war right now to uh, develop their consciousness. Doesn't seem like uh, the old society has uh, worked in the right direction. So let's see if chaos can change something. And America is an interesting spot right now to see this developing. So I hope you can keep yourself safe in these days of uh, madness. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty well isolated. My, my home, my home is a, a veritable fortress. So I'm a <laughs> like a great I'm, Satanist. I'm, I'm quite okay. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. Thank you so much. We will write your email with all the stuff. Uh, it, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and an honor to talk to you. Uh, keep great Satanism, to you keep thank Satanism so alive, and uh, hail, Satan. hail Satan. <laughs> that was uh, do we know more about satan now i i thought i knew satan I, i had my own relationship to satanism but now i hear that satanism actually is already owned and trademarked owned by some religion i thought satan was the great rebel the freedom seeker the the light carrier there was a lucifer that's a wrong translation in the bible actually the only fucking person calling themselves Lucifer was Jesus that said he was the light carrier, while Satan was supposed to be the prince of darkness, not the carrier of light. It's some kind of confusion here also about what is evil and what's good, I think. Yeah, I agree. I also did not know that Church of Satan actually was a registered church or religion. No, we should have done... uh, I knew that. You should have done a little bit more research on that. I should have done a little bit more research on what Satan is. Uh, actually, maybe made the evil ritual and talk directly to Satan. I did that before, but it didn't mention that I should read the Book of Satan book. How do we contact Satan and make a podcast with him? You know that. Uh, I know how to contact Satan, but to get him on the podcast, get it on the podcast would be difficult. You think Satan is a it? Satan is uh, definitely anti-podcasting. That's for sure. Otherwise, he would already he it Sat- would already join. Satan us. don't give a shit what you think or what you want to hear. Okay, back to uh, what we just learned. Uh, we learned that uh, Satan re- that we knew from before that Satan uh, represents responsibility for the responsible. But what is responsibility? I don't know it. After talking to Mr. Harris, I I, I realized that irresponsibility is individual. Yes, uh, because I am, for example, see things from my point of view, and I'm feeling very responsible, or I try to be responsible in the best way I can. But when I see other fellow humans being next to me, and I see their view on responsibility in a totally different. I don't know. They don't see it totally as me at all. I'm so like res- living in two different planets, it feels like. So what is the responsibility then? It's like if I know that something is bad, I should stop it. If I know, okay, bad is also c- c- possible. If I know something is not right for me to do, that w- will uh, hurt people that don't deserve it. Or do, uh, do anyone deserve to get hurted? Should I put bad spells on my enemies? I, I'm tempted. To do that. Yeah, in the Church of Satan there is some rules. So one of the rules is that you should not hurt children. Or animals. Or animals, except for when you want to eat them. Yeah, but uh, 
that do work out in a in a I just want to say my personal idea about it is that it would work out in a in a natural state but if you live with an industrialized meat industry that produced the meat for you and you are just part of one uh, you are one part of the chain that for example they kill the animal uh, in a really brutal way like the animal has been living in really bad conditions uh, uh, suffered the whole life then get killed without respect then end up uh, in the in some slaughterhouse then get cut up then get transported to another house cutting it up in bigger and smaller pieces then transported to another place packing it in plastic then to another place spurting chemicals into it to keep it for lasting longer then um, sent to a big warehouse somewhere for getting transported to the shop where you go and buy it and you don't feel that you are responsible uh, because you didn't do the torture of the animals in the first place. I think it's cause and effect and that you are responsible. That's just my personal uh, relationship to it. It would be this, or else I can just like sit and enjoy the pedophile video with a child getting ass fucked and be happy about it because I know that it got made in a poor country somewhere. Uh, it got made in Brazil. It got sent to Guatemala where it got packed and then it got sent to Mexico where it got uh, kind of uh, put in a take with other similar movies then uploaded to a to a secret web server somewhere where it gets spread to another web server where I magically download it and enjoy it watching the rape of this beautiful kids uh, that uh, is so far in the process that I don't need to feel responsible for it and I don't need to think that I need to take responsibility for the responsible because I don't need that the responsibility. Even if I didn't torture the animal, even if I didn't rape the child, I still couldn't enjoy the product in the end, knowing that that did happen. But this is an individual thing, so it's all depending on how you think. If you feel you're hurting animals, then you do it, uh, I guess, then you should change it. If you don't know that you're hurting animals, maybe you need education or get educated to the point where you feel that you have actually a finger in the process. Well, it's also a little bit about my ego, though. I understand I am a very egocentric person in one certain sense because I'm using my computer and I'm pretty sure the making of that computer was not totally ethical, ethical correct, no? No, we're sitting here using computers probably made <coughs> by child labor in uh, super poor countries and we feel totally okay about that we're making our conscious uh, uh, like a statement out to the world with our little bipolar circle on this computer and uh, maybe because I don't have so much problem with child labor as I have with direct suffering as torture so you have less uh, problem with child labor than child rape yes uh, so child rape is worse than child labor yes okay uh, <laughs> you see so people are different now and what you feel is like your ego is working in mysterious ways to clean your things that you think you need. No? The ego should be your guide and your best friend. And uh, I think the ego should make you understand that hurting children or animals or the planet will eventually destroy for you. And that's why the, it's good 
to have responsibility also for animals and plants in the same way as you shouldn't watch a pedophile uh, uh, child rape movie, you shouldn't eat meat from a place you don't know where the process is from because I th believe in cause and effect and I think if you're part of the chain you are both part of the cause and the effect. Now, like, uh, we haven't made the protectional spell uh, now uh, because we, I guess that's why people, many people uh, have problems, uh, are afraid of interviewing Church of Satan is that they are feeling threatened that some magical evil spell will kill them. Something Levi uh, was famous for actually doing. Some people did get cursed or some people believe he cursed some people that died from the curse. And now we have put us in a situation of making too much jokes about Satan and uh, could be in the possibility of being cursed by the Church of Satan. So we made a protectional spell that if they do that, it will be sent back one million times, backwards to them again. But not we want, don't want that, we just want to be protected. We just did this in protectional. And because we learned in this podcast that you do do that, and if they don't like you, they could put a spell on you. And not necessarily it will happen, but it have happened could happen so for protection and uh, we have done this yeah. just to be safe just to be uh, like extra safety yeah because uh, i'm confused also about like that satan is not because they wanted people to be funny in the in uh, to be able to get into the church of satan but but uh, david harris says that uh, it's difficult to make jokes about satanism because it, satanism is not very funny then I got to the conclusion maybe that's what they're searching for. They're searching for people that can make a joke about Satan. So that would be the new priest or something in their church. Like, because, because they have a problem making fun about their own religion. Do you know any Satanist jokes? We, so then we try our fun with Satan to see if we can be accepted uh, in the Church of Satan with our Satan jokes. Satan says, it's important to have variation in your diet. Sometimes sacrifice a pizza or something uh, would be better because I'm getting tired of goats and virgins. Is that a joke? I don't know. Or if it's, it's just a statement, it sounds more like it makes sense for me. Yeah, I yeah. would also be tired of goats and virgins if I get that all the time. I'm like, well, can you sacrifice oh, a pizza? Of it's not really funny. It's more like a, a real statement from yeah, Satan. Yeah, I think this is more statements because it said Satan under and the date. I put the sin in single. Okay, is that a joke? But the thing <laughs> is, I was laughing a little bit. Yeah, so <laughs> please stop to try to sell your soul. Hell is depressing enough, but it's not funny either. No. If Satan needs somebody's consent to enter their body, then so do you. Yeah, but Satan don't need consent to enter someone's body. I'm confused about that now. If I would say how the joke, how it really is, it would be wrong. Then it would be like, Satan don't need consent to enter someone's body, and so shouldn't you. Doesn't Satan need consent? I don't think so. I think Satan goes in. If you feel, if you're depressed or down, or it can enter you through alcohol or drug abuse, or through you being like having a low kind isn't, of like spirit or isn't something. Isn't that just a Christian point of view? Yeah, the, oh, so, oh, sorry. I'm, I'm getting confused by the Christian disinformation about Satan. That is the greatest ruler. It's like you made people believe that. Go to hell, you will get a better tan. For 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 animal protectors, uh, Satan says, would you please stop uh, sacrificing animals to me? I'm not running a fucking petting zoo down here. 
Yeah, I will find many different reasons to not sacrifice animals, but this is a good one. Uh, so if you want to help us to be more funny about Satan, can you please uh, send us your most funny Satan joke uh, to Bipolar Circle? Bipolar Circle at moralprod.com Bipolar Circle at moralprod.com and send your most funny Satan joke. And if you make us laugh like hell, we will reward you with a free access to fuckforforest.org. We will also use your joke on our application form to the Church of Satan with uh, our best joke. And if Satan don't find it funny, well, your family is cursed for eternity and uh, yeah, you know. So please try to keep it funny and until next time and we all meet in hell, I guess. Hail Satan and happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs>